Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. We're going to try to make it better for you tonight. Tonight we're breaking down the latest and all the hot topics everyone is talking about. This is our last show until uh, for, until for our summer break, and then we come back in August to uh, kick off the fall. But tonight we're talking about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. She's breaking out her breaking her silence, talking about the slap at the Oscars that was heard around the world between Will Smith and Chris Rock, and then BET has announced the 2022 BET Award nominations, and Little Knox X has felt some kind of way because he was not nominated. And a lot of fans are taken to the fact that he wasn't nominated, yet uh, uh, his counterpart was nominated, who is a white artist. I'm trying to get to his name. <laughs> um, uh, Jack Harlow, he was nominated. And so uh, people are signed on the BET Awards. And then... Uh, Good news for iPhone users. Their new update allows you to not only you can text and re, and uh, unsend your text and edit text. And then, of course, everyone's talking about Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey breaking up. A lot to discuss on hot topics. We remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, StephenKnightShow.com. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics right back after this.
A testament I gotta tell Faith I'm about to flex on and study for the test on the positive my God can do She wasn't made to be 
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Thank you for joining us. Tonight we have a show full of hot topics, talking about everything everyone's talking about. Uh, this is our last show before we go on our summer break, but we will be back in August with brand new shows, and we'll be excited about that. I want to remind you all over uh, social media, online, everywhere, our website, stephennightshow.com. We have our Instagram. And of course, if you want to watch us on our YouTube channel, please do so with Stephen Knight Show. And check out our merch. We definitely appreciate you. Everybody, how y'all feeling? My family, y'all good? Yes, sir. Happy Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. It is Monday. Yes, I'm All right. Well, our question of the day is, what's the most important thing you've learned from your parents? Lanier. Oh, man. Um, perseverance. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's all I got. That's a good one. That's a good one. What about you, Chike? Uh, I would say work ethic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Same. I'm. I'm. I'm right there. Persistence. Just kind of combining the two, mm -hmm. persevering and uh, you know really working hard and kind of just breaking through. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them push through a lot together internally and then externally. Some things. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I into that, Stephen? You know, one one of the things that I, I I learned from my dad, what he used to say to me all the time, and I pass it on to my niece and nephew. He would never allow me to say I can't. Anytime that I say I can't, and especially in the beginning, I got my butt whooped when I said yeah. I can't. There's nothing on this earth that you can't do if you put your mind to it. Absolutely, absolutely. I think one the biggest thing I've learned is knowing your worth. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, when I first moved to Atlanta, I would you know, I was doing a lot of performing, and uh, my mom would always say, "Did they pay you?" I said, "No." Okay. And so then I would do more performing. Did they pay you? No. She said, "Listen, a person will tell you. Well, you're telling people what you're worth. They don't need to pay someone to do it. It's cost him. He'll do it for free." And so she would always say that. And so that's something as even with jobs and other things, you know, financial things, I keep that in mind. You, you tell people what you're worth, you know what I mean? So. And if they're not willing to give it to you, you need to roll out. Exactly. That's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah, I know you've been working on that as well. Well, tweet us uh, at home and let us know what's the most important thing your parent, you learn from your parents. All right, so hot topics. All right. For months, folks have been waiting for members of the Smith family to address the slap that happened the night of the Oscars in detail. Although all parties involved have not spoken too much about the situation, Jada Pinkett Smith did address the situation in her latest episode of the Red Table Talk as the show focused on alopecia. Jada said, this is a really important Red Table Talk on alopecia. Considering what I've been through with my own health and what happened at the Oscars, thousands have reached out to me with their stories. I'm using this moment to give our alopecia family an opportunity to talk about what it is to have this condition and to inform people about what alopecia actually is. While speaking about the infamous moment at the Oscars, Jada continued, now about the Oscars night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The table is the table. I'm sorry. The state of the world today. We need them both, and we all actually need one more. Need one more, one another more than ever. 
Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we've been doing for the last 28 years, and as keep uh, keep figuring out this thing called life together. Thank you for listening. Now, I remember when she when this came out, um, reading the comments, even uh, Vivica's Fox, she was co-hosting um, with Carson, um, covering the Wendy Williams show, hosting Wendy Williams show, and she said that she knows both of them, she's worked with both of them, and it's hard for her. She got a little emotional, she said, but she doesn't feel like Jada really, she didn't support her husband. You know, he did this for you, and you weren't really supporting him. You're pretty much, you know, putting it on them too kind of thing, and while for me, Will Smith is a grown man, you know, he's, in, you know, responsible for his own actions. He was defending her and he didn't even retaliate until she gave him that look, you know. But I'll ask you, Nair, what do you think about her speaking about it? She didn't go into too much detail, but she did speak about it um, in this way. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I did, I did like the last line that her and Will are continuing to figure this thing uh, out together. Uh, I, I do like that part because so often we see that, you know, our people, you know, decide to split and go different directions for whatever reason. We don't know everything that's going on, can't see into their relationship uh, and their lives, but I did like that part of it. And I, I, I think it's typical, her response is in typical entertainment, political fashion. I think she's trying someone has helped her to craft that response probably. Yeah. Um, and it may even have been with Will's approval, you know, not to get too deep, but uh, I just thought it was typical. And, and I was glad to hear the very last part of that, which was they're working things out together, still figuring life out and then their relationship and everything else. GK, a lot of people want them just to go away, <laughs> especially her in this Red <laughs> Table Talk. What are your thoughts? So I was very interested in watching that episode because I thought the way that it was framed that they were going to address what happened. But mm -hmm. what I saw her do was take alopecia and hold it up and then slid what she wanted to stay underneath um, yeah. a good politician would. And even in her saying those words, it didn't sound like Jada. You know, Jada's tongue is a little bit different than that. It was very mm -hmm. controlled. It was very controlled. It was very uh, architect. It was. It was. It was too formed. I, I didn't take it as authentic. And right after that speech in the beginning, she slid into the alopecia part. I cut it off because you didn't address any. And I and 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 the way that they framed it, she's framing it attaching it to the alopecia, like even if they have to address it later, they didn't already set up the framework of how they want you to feel about it or how, how they're going to attack it later on. It's gonna be attached to the alopecia thing. I need you to feel, this is why he did it because I have this situation. Please feel sorry for us. It's not a bad thing, you know, because he was protecting me. That's a grown man that slapped another grown man in the face. Address that part. Alopecia don't have anything to do with that. Ania, what are your thoughts on all of this? Um, me being a woman, a black woman, who um, is affected by alopecia, mm -hmm. um, I don't like the gimmickiness of it, of using 
alopecia as your step stool um, in regards to this situation. Um, because for most black women, it is serious. And if you look at how the things unfolded, um, there was a joke that was made. The joke wasn't, I don't feel like it was in bad, just like Vivica said, it wasn't a bad joke. It was technically yeah. was a compliment because Demi Moore played the hell out of that role for G.I. Jane. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I just don't like the using of alopecia um, as you're, you know, that's, your, that's what you're sitting on. That's what you're holding on to. I just don't agree with that because that's not what this is about. It's not about alopecia. It's not about alopecia. Um, a lot of people were affected that night when this happened. Will, Chris, Will Packer, yeah, everybody that was a part of that production. Like this is this is beyond. This is more than alopecia, and you're putting the focus on that where you're forgetting about everything and everybody else that this night was about. And 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 there was some physical contact that needs to be addressed, and why you felt comfortable enough to go up on that stage and do what you did. It wasn't in the name of alopecia. <coughs> You know, I, I don't watch Red Table Talk, so there's not an interest for me to watch it if it ever comes to that point when they're talking about it. I'm good. Yeah. And again, like they said, Chris Rock didn't even know she had alopecia. You know, he was just talking about her having her rocking a ball head. But yeah, a lot of people, they said this table, Red Table Talk needs to go away. And I think the more that they're, I don't know, I don't get their point. I know they're trying to be, I guess they're trying to be transparent and trying to have these deep conversations. But I think it's getting to the point now that people don't want to hear it from them, you know. From right. Jada, really. it's transparent or is it strategic? Yeah. yeah. I find that they're using that platform to put out the fires of the Smith brand. Mm -hmm. If you notice, you know, over the years, the things that have come up in the family get addressed on the Red Table Talk. And it's like pouring water on the fire that was created. Mm -hmm. Let, let, yeah. let us explain, let us explain, let us explain on the red table. We'll tell you everything, we'll tell you everything. So, so what, what do you think the slap was about, uh, El Boogie and Chike? If you don't think it was about, if you don't agree that uh, it was about alopecia, which, which I know they've been saying that since the beginning, that's why the joke was so hurtful to, I guess, Jada. What, what do you all think it was about then? You think so, there's a problem so, with Chris Rock? You think they have a problem with Chris Rock or something deeper than that? But, well, from... Okay, I'll say this. She may feel some type of way because she has alopecia, right? But the beef actually started when they decided to boycott the Oscars and Chris hosted. They were mad at Chris because okay. he hosted okay. the Oscars when they wanted him to boycott. And Got he was you. making jokes about them back then. But the thing about the alopecia, it's even if it did start out that way, it has now augmented and it's not about that way, but they found that, okay, this is a connection. This is a connection that we can make to this to gain sympathy because another thing that she did, That's and fair. I said it off after I heard her speech in the beginning, I did watch maybe about <coughs> 10 to 15 seconds of when it went into the actual talk. And the first thing you do is pull up kids that 
have alopecia to get some tears going. Like it was just too contrived for me. I cut it off. That's fair. I I I understand what you're saying for sure. Now I remember that. Yeah. And and I don't and even even then, I mean, if you tack on, you know, because he didn't boycott because he was hosting that year, right? Right, Chica. He hosted that year that yeah. that they that they boycotted. And they had an expectation of people that were close to them, especially black people, to do the same thing. And of course, there were jokes back then. But if you take on that he didn't boycott back then and he didn't know about your alopecia, people, other people have said worse about this woman. But this is what you're hanging your hat on. This is what you're hanging your you other people, he could have gone to some dude in the street. If you really wanted to hit somebody, it just doesn't, that's not, don't, it's just, you You know how people like politicians feed us that nonsense to get us to vote for them. Don't feed me this alopecia thing and hang your hat on that because then it's like you're using like, what's, you know, the commercials they used to show us with the African kids. And if you pay, pay us a dollar, they, you know, they, they had them kids acting sad and looking all hungry and stuff. They said it, it's a production. Yeah. It's a production. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I get it, and I'm I'm sorry to drag that on, Stephen. I was kind of curious of of yeah. where their uh, where their perspectives lie behind that. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, BET has announced its nominees for the 2022 BET Awards, and it has internet talking. Doja Cat is leading the pack of six nominations. The Grammy Award uh, winner is nominated for Best Female R&B Pop Artist, Best Female Hip Hop Artist, Album of the Year for Planet Her. BT Her Award for Woman Video of the Year and Best Collaboration for Kiss Me More featuring SZA. BT's press release uh, also shows that Ari Lennox and Drake are tied with four nominations. Ari's hit Pressure landed her nominations for the Video of the Year and BT Her Award for Pressure. The DC native is also nominated for Best Female R&B Pop Artist. In addition, she received one more BT nomination for her feature Summer Walker's song, Unloyal. Last but not least, we have to get into uh, Drake's nominations. Drake has four nominations, including Best Male Hip Hop Artist, Best Collaboration, and Video of the Year for Way Too Sexy Feature and Future and uh, Young Thug, and Album of the Year for Certified Lover Boy. While several other artists were nominated, Little Nas X disappointed in not receiving any nominations at all. Uh, and now a deleted tweet, the industry baby wrote, Thank you, BT Awards, and outstanding zero nominations again. Black excellence. Now, many fans of the rapper took to his defense, calling out BT for not including him, but nominating Jack Harlow. One wrote, BT didn't nominate Little Nas X, but know who they did nominate? Jack Harlow, another tweeted. Little Nas X was the most streamed male artist in 2021. Didn't I get one nomination, but Jack Harlow and Bruno did? BT Awards and NAACP Awards, T is clocked. Um, as the conversation continued, Lado expressed her excitement about being nominated for Big Energy, uh, the rapper tweeted. So a lot of people are saying Little Nas X, obviously he's wildly popular. Um, he, obviously he's a black artist um, and um, Jack Carlo is a white artist. A lot of people are saying there's this debate over whether he has white privilege in the hip hop game. Uh, Little Nas X said, that he's having to fight harder because he's not only black, but he's also gay. So Chike, do you think that there's something to this 
Little Nas X not getting nominated and Jack Harlow getting nominated, or do you just think they just went with, they thought he just deserved it? I do know that uh, Mr. Harlow is uh, widely popular right now. Mm-hmm. I, I have noted that the awards more so now than of yesteryear cater to popularity as opposed to talent. true talent. It's about, uh, what is it? Uh, followership, likes, streams, as opposed to um, the creativity that it used to be. Um, I would hope that little Nas X doesn't ride this all the way out and use that as a platform for sympathy. Yes, he's black. Yes, he's gay. Why can't he be an artist that just happens to be that? Don't use that as a, a, a fighting tool. Don't do that. Just get him next time. Do something else. Keep being the creative person that you have been. Keep shocking them like you have been. Make, let that make you a better artist. Don't do that. Because I think that's in poor taste. Yeah. I think Little Nas X is largely popular. I mean, he's performed at the MTV Awards, the Grammys, and all these other awards. And it's, it is interesting that, I'm not saying that that's the reason why he's not nominated because he's black and gay, but the fact that it is surprising he's not nominated, you know, to me. So I, saw, uh, I I'm sorry, Stephen. I, um, I saw this report. Matter of fact, it was last weekend. And it was very interesting to me because they were talking about, I think it was American Music Awards, and they were talking about um, best R&B artists. Best R&B artist was Doja Cat. Doja Cat technically isn't an R&B artist. Doja Cat mm-hmm. is a hip hop artist. Yeah. The argument was Summer Walker should have been the R&B winner of the awards because she probably had the most streams and the most popularity in female R&B music. And then there's some type of beef now going on between Doja Cat fans and Summer Walker fans because this noun is based on not necessarily talent or the art that you put out, but popularity. Yeah. Linnea, what are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone watches Drink Champs, um, but Tank was on Drink Champs. Awesome mm-hmm. interview. And he, he, he gave an um, example. And he said was Sam Smith. You put Sam Smith and the song Stay With Me. Mm-hmm. Heavy radio rotation. Yeah. Tank had that same song, minimum rotation. Mm-hmm. Minimum airplay. But Sam Smith will be all over this joint ski. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. I don't, I couldn't name you or sing you one lyric from a Doja Cat song. I don't, I don't know who that broad is. Um, <laughs> I will say this. Um, it's definitely about popularity. It's not about talent. And I, I'm not saying whether she's talented or not. I'm just speaking in general. It's right. about popularity and your likes and, 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 and you know your fan base and what you got going on. Because on the flip side of that, being an actor, I've run into casting or agents wanting to know 
with your followership in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that ain't got nothing to do with the years and the hours that I put in working and taking these classes, going to these workshops and doing what I need to do to, to, to hone my hone my craft. How many people follow me have nothing to do with that? Because that's not, I don't, that's not where the work goes in. So unfortunately, the world that we're living in now, you know, it's, it's you know, you see it with a lot of these people who are, you know, these Instagram influencers or these people who are, you know, they're Instagram famous. Like, that's really a thing. Because you done did some skits and now you've blown up and you went viral. So now you're nothing unless you got that blue check, which yeah. is which is ridiculous. So, I mean, it's all semantics, you know, and it's all politics. And do I want to say it might be some, I mean, there's always colorism because Doja Cat is lighter than, you know, Summer Walker. Doja Cat fits the, the spectrum of the American Music Awards. Summer Walker does not. Mm-hmm. let's keep it all the way funky yeah so but then there it's amazing how especially like a jack carlo or whatever how they can come over to our side and they get all embraced in these award shows but we gotta fight for their award shows and to get on there or to even be recognized mm-hmm. on that side mm-hmm. it's interesting I, you mentioned about the um <laughs> the followers because we had a guest um he's on i can't think of his name um but he's on uh, so proper and we had him a few years ago and he said that he's lost jobs because he doesn't have millions of followers on instagram so it's interesting you said that we about to say chica i got a question for you and nair and it's and it's about because both of your business you know his music do you think that the mainstream industry uh is liking to put foot on the necks of independent artists because when you're an independent artist you're taking control over your art so you can have ownership of it do you think that the mainstream music industry is using uh tactics like this to put their foot on the necks of independent artists to get them to conform to mainstream contracts like to get back into mainstream I think it goes back to what Linnea said, if you have the following, it just depends on if you have the, when you have that following, that, mm-hmm. that is your, that, that's your fans. Those are your fans and those, that's who people pay attention to. That's why you have so many people. I know we get them all the time. People soliciting us to, to for us to buy followers and things like that, because that's what people look at. If you notice when they, entertainment snyder shows like that when they talk about a celebrity they'll mention them before they talk about their accolades they'll say who has 5.2 million followers on social media that's like mm. their and their tagline now what are your thoughts on that don't check his question yeah yeah to answer his question I, I i think the industry as a whole because the industry all has they have meetings that they all go to right <laughs> i think the industry as a whole each of these agents work together for the best business opportunities mm-hmm. and for the smaller institutions and the larger institutions. And I, I definitely think that that is a tactic that they use, Chike. This is part of the way that they push in and push out for the best business opportunities. So the best business opportunities 
tend to revolve around complete ownership. But when you can't get complete ownership, then you make business the way you can that benefits you, you know, at the time. So I think they make they 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 look for these types of opportunities to squeeze out these models of independent artists really trying to do it their way because independent artists, the ones that are truly independent, not these guys, uh, rest in peace, but uh, young Dolph, he came out and a minute later, he was not a truly independent artist and he showed the, the reason why. But there was one who actually was killed by, by you know, a black guy, um, uh, you know, who was truly an independent artist that was making this model very transparent to the world. Um, and there were a lot of artists that were learning from him, Nipsey Hussle. You know, he was one of the, and there are some others that are, that are pseudo uh, independent. Nipsey was a true independent artist. His, his crew will tell you, industry executives will tell you, he made deals how he wanted to make yeah. deals and it did not give up any ownership for him and his, his brand and his family. Um, that was an independent artist. Uh, so do I, do I think they want more of those guys? Absolutely not. Do they want more of those guys with those following so that they can monetize off of them? Absolutely. Right. You're, exactly. you're, you're dead on with that, Chike, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. From, from the little the little insight that I have into that industry, and you know how big, it's huge. It's huge. But having just a little bit of insight, that is a very prevalent uh, theory that I, I, would, I would side with. Absolutely. Well, listen, let's take a quick break. We'll come back more high topics right back after this. God has a funny way of showing you lessons. Remix. Featuring Kevin Ross, Raheem Devon, and Anthony Hamilton. God has a funny way of showing what it's meant to be. Had to learn everything I was meant to see wasn't meant for me. I guess I had to fall many times. All them bruises made me strong enough to see you, see who you are. Before I just play too many games to see this blessing in front of me. Thank God He opened up my eyes. Now I'm realize everyone that let me down led me to you. It's a blessing And I waited one more day Running round I want to miss this mm -hmm. I truly know The heart of the woman that you are Surely shine through, shine through you God was to save me for you I used to dread the love I lost was barely just a blemish. Oh, oh, oh. Now that life led me to you, God intended this. Now I realize everyone that let me down led me to you. 
Raw. Debo Mac. Okay, Corral, nigga. You know what I would love to do to coach your vultures? What? Take two by fours with nails in them and stick them on their shoulders. Run them over with wrecking ball-sized boulders. And burn them bitches alive in an old Toyota. Yeah. The sickest son of a bitch threw out six districts. Those who diss end up with broken ribs and a herniated disc. Mm-hmm. The hop's current climate has me beyond pissed. Uh-huh. A bunch of copycat dimwits that throw hiss and fish. Yeah. Kidnap your favorite rapper, hog-tied and gag. Drive up to a lake and throw a brick on the gas. The mic is my pistol, the beat is the holster. It's Red Dead Redemption on all you. Poses. If they cloud chasing, trust me, I'ma erase them. Uh-huh. The American history X-way, bitch, bike the pavement. Uh-huh. My homie Debo Max shares his sentiments. Uh-huh. Two wild cowboys with perfected penmanship. Yeah. Metaphors are malicious, substance over style. Y'all weak ass niggas couldn't last at the old cake around. Spit that shit like a Molotov. Old cake around over here, we both sounded off. Kinda like a Molotov, okay corral type shit. We both sound Y'all search for bars like grandma and that big ass purse. Keep playing with us and you gon' get your big ass hurt. I know, I know, I'm just such a big ass jerk. But why change a thing if you know it did ass work? Shit. Y'all had a high hope that I broke with no repair. I'm more or less a biochem in the open air. You caught a whack MC, nigga, just hold him there. Let's put him in a tub of gasoline with an open flare. This is more than a punchline when it's coming out. It's more or less an alert, your time's running out. I'm I'm not really a guy that you all want to doubt. If I let this 16 rip, they all gonna shout. I will never hate your growth. We all get a chance. I will never fear no nigga who wears skinny pants. Kinda hard to catch up to because I've been advanced. How many gon' hate on my style? Many mans. That shit like a Molotov, okay corral over here, we both sounded off. Kinda like a Molotov, okay corral type shit, we both sounding off. Slick, sinister, barbaric, and brash. A couple terms that perfectly describes my badass. Jesus was a carpenter, so is my pops. Plus my mama named Mary, damn right the guy rocks. I shot the sheriff, slapped the shit out of the deputy. Flipped off the judge and robbed the district attorney. Mad Dog McGraw is a legendary lyricist. My battles are commentated by Vern Lundquist, some bitch. Uh, all great, here we go again. Clean up and I'll find back on the floor again. Never bring me disrespect. You better hold it in. The most surgical in my city to ever hold a pen. Niggas about to be butt hurt after we play the song. Claws are hating the shit. Sure as the day is long. Won't even know we ate the food till the plate is gone. Keep this shit in mind. We the niggas they waited on. Uh, spit that shit like a Molotov. Okay, corral over here. We both sounded off. Kinda like a Molotov. Okay, corral type shit. We both sounding off. Spit that shit like a Molotov. Okay, corral over here. We both sounding off. Kinda like a Molotov. Okay, corral type shit. We both sounding off. Both sounding off. We both sounding off. Both sounding off. We both sounding off. Hey, this is Joy Star, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Don't forget, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. Linnea, what's yours? Uh, at Linnea Love Everywhere. <laughs> Chike, what's yours? 
The Real Absolutely Chike on Instagram, Absolutely Chike on Twitter, and Conversations with Chike Evans on Instagram. And then you can just Google me, Chike Evans. Naya? At Nayir Sharif, and I'm going to throw it right up right now. There you go. There it is. There it is. At Nayir Sharif. You can find me on Instagram. And I'm at Stephen Knight32. All right, so Apple's finally given its iPhone users what they want. Worldwide Developers Conference is trending on Twitter following the news that Apple's newest update for the iOS 16 software. One of the most significant updates will allow users to unsend and edit text messages. Thank you, Jesus. According to Apple's press release, users can edit or recall recently sent messages, recover recently deleted messages, and mark conversations as unread so they come back to them later. In addition, a new feature called SharePlay will uh, will uh, will available will available in in iMessage. I'm not sure what the method. Uh, the feature will also sync content like movies or songs and share playback controls through text. How are you feeling now, year about this uh, editing text, uh, unsending text? We all do had the butt dial before. You know, what are your thoughts? That's dope. It's dope and the share feature. Um, but yeah. there are other apps that already WeChat has been doing that for years. WeChat app does that. You can recall uh, messages for everyone. I think it's at that. It's probably up to a minute or something like that. It's it gives you a good deal of time. So it'll be cool to see how long uh, of uh, how long amount of a time that that feature gives you with Apple. Also, WhatsApp does it. WhatsApp does it where you can delete messages for yourself or for everyone who you send it to um, for a period of time. So I think it'll be cool. They're, they're late, but it'll definitely be a good addition through that particular, um, through their iOS system and the share feature. That, that would be really cool. Yeah. What about you, Lanier? I don't have an iPhone, but I'm just curious. What y'all need to delete and recall stuff for? What y'all try to hide? <laughs> Yeah, I've had to do it. it I've had to do it a couple of times. I, I I like that feature. I love that you know, feature. I, I, I double I double check my text messages because you know sometimes say you're talking about somebody, like say I'm talking about Chike to you, Lania, and I'm think you know, so I have him on mind because I'm telling you about him and I've texted the person yeah. what I was saying about them. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully it's never been anything bad. But uh like one time I I, I messaged my boss, this is years ago. She gets on my nerves. <laughs> I was trying to text Miss Parker. Oh Jesus! And so he takes your boss. Yes. So that's I think it's a good feature. <laughs> but that's why I always double check. I don't talk about how, people. How do you get, how do you how do you explain that? Oh yeah, how do you explain it? I said I said this. Well, we explained this one one time. I emailed. I was me and Miss Parker worked together for years. We don't anymore, but I was emailing her. Uh, about our boss at the time but I never said her name and so it went to her and I didn't think and I said oh. and so I wrote back I'm sorry I meant to send this to Linda because her name started with L Linda and she was like oh my god Stephen quit email me um get me confused your girlfriends okay sorry <laughs> Outlook Outlook has that recall feature yeah it does but yeah. I didn't know it then this was years right, ago right but yeah, I think this is a good thing. Uh, what about you, um, Chica? Did anybody see that movie, uh, Dope, about the young guy that was in high school? He became a drug dealer. 
Not yet. Not yet. Uh, you need to see that movie. There's a term in that movie called a slippery slope. And they uh -huh. go through the whole definition of what a slippery slope is. I think that this technology is opening up a slippery slope. It's going to be some problems that arise from this feature. Trust me. You heard it here first. I mean, but the person, so it'll delete it on your end, but that person would have gotten the message already. No, so it's still going to be. If they don't get it, it, it for everyone. It'll be what? Everyone. It deletes it for everyone. It yeah, that, WhatsApp does that now. WhatsApp and WeChat, they, it deletes it. It gives you a certain amount of time. Um, you send a message and it gives you a certain amount of time to recall that message. Hopefully the person didn't see it. If they did see it, yeah. it's still going to disappear if you do it within that amount of time. Same thing with Outlook emails. Same thing with mm -hmm. Outlook emails. You can fire off an email and if you yeah. set the feature appropriately, it gives you amount of time to before recall. that email sends. So it, it'll act like it's sending, but it won't send. So if you recall and you want to retract it, it'll let you do that within a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. It's usually not long. I got a mean screenshot finger, man. Yeah, like I screenshot. Right? See, now you done told me that mess around with iPhone people. I'm going to start screenshotting good shit. <laughs> you know, at my job, we, we use WebEx um, to chat. And um, this person I work with sent me something they weren't supposed to. And they were doing it. They weren't, they were trying to be slick, um, not towards me, but just towards their role. And so I saw it, went on what I was doing. Then I went back to reference it. And they had deleted it, <laughs> deleted that message after they got me to do it. You know what I mean? Now you grown, be grown, live in it. Right, right. Well, listen, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are in topics and discussion after a source revealed to people that the couple has reportedly broken up. The source explained to people, Michael and Lori are both completely heartbroken. They still love each other. Michael matured a lot over the course of their relationship and was ready to commit for the long term. He let down his guard with her, opening up emotionally in a romantic relationship for the first time. They had a great time together and brought out the best in each other. Uh, now, we can't confirm this report. It hasn't stopped people from sharing their opinion. One person tweeted, I just knew see, I just knew seeing Lori and Michael trending, it was for sure an engagement announcement. I actually didn't realize how young she was or the age, age gap. So I can definitely understand, but damn, they were easily my favorite celebrity couple right now. Another wrote, I can't wait to see who will be Lori's next wealthy black man boyfriend for the time being, LOL. In addition to the news, uh, of the reported breakup, folks also noted that Lori has no pictures of Michael on Instagram anymore, but Mike does. The latest post of the two was posted nine weeks ago uh, of them from the 2020 uh, Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika, uh, Rashida Jones. Uh, Mike also uh, Mike was still up to a video shout out for Turtleneck's birthday. His followers seem to have a problem with the video still posted. One commented on this, delete this sh now, N-word. Uh, another uh, commented, by turtle, it's over, take it down. I also saw people reacting, um, saying they're gonna slide into Lori's DMs, people, girls sliding into Michael's DMs. Uh, Linnea, I know this probably one of your favorite things, but what do you think about when you see a couple like this that everyone seemed to just, you know, like them together and now they're not together? I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, not that Michael is like, you know, like super old, but 
I, I think that he might be in a, another phase in his life. And Lori is young. You know what I mean? She's young. And, you know, somebody said it. Um, I, I saw a comment somewhere where somebody said, listen, when you raising a gold digger, right? She testing the waters to see what's the best option. And she, like I said, she's young. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah. Um, but she's testing the waters and... And rightfully so, when you're young, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Um, but, you know, she she was raised a certain way. Um, and that way is somebody is going to take care of her. And that money got to be long. Because if, Mike, if Michael had done something to her, Steve Harvey would have already been talking stuff about him. The only thing he said was, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't him. Right. And you you called her turtleneck. It's just turtle. Oh, tur- <laughs> turtle. Turtle. <laughs> 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 what are your thoughts on this breakup? I don't know that young lady, but I know isn't her father a drug dealer or a former drug dealer? Yes. Yes. He was he was like a kingpin. Yes. And um her mother was the woman that Steve Harvey was cheating on his wife with. And then the second wife. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk to Michael B. Joy. I need for you, brother, to go find yourself a Sierra. You need a woman who has her own situation. She don't need your money. She's beautiful and talented in her own right because you got your own stuff going on. Go get yourself a Sierra. You don't need a woman that is going to hang on your coattails and you got to, you know, sprinkle sprinkle your green on just to keep her in your good favor. You don't need that. He's older, but he's still a young man who he's can still a young man. Um, help himself. So I, I wish him the best, but I didn't think that this relationship was going to last. Me personally, I, didn't, I just didn't think it was going to. Naya? Like Harvey said, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I guess right. if, it's a, if, if it's a good image for people to see it and inspires people to see them together, that's a good thing. But, you know, these entertainers, man, they, they, they play by different rules than the regular people, you know, than the average Joe, like myself. You know, I, I don't know what they're going through, what kind of world they live in. But, um, you know, perhaps it's easier to just put those types of relationships, make them a little bit more or less known, you know, while you're dating. So that, so that, you know, you can go through different relationship experiences and not have to worry about the chatter so much or people getting into your business so much, you know, casting their opinions out into the public sphere. I guess yeah. that's what you want and that's what you do in entertainment. That's cool. But I know for me, I was never about, about posting no, you know, no, no, nobody I was dating until I was married, you know, yeah. or, or just a moment before I was married, you know, when it, when it was pretty sure a pretty sure thing, you know, right. um, I, I was nowhere, never near in a space to post a girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't do it. I just didn't do it. I didn't believe that that was secure for me. Um, cause I didn't no want people face, to be no able to say, yeah, I want people to be able to say, you know, you, you're all these different women and it's you, it's her, it's you, nah, you know, you don't see none of that until it's time, you know? Um, but that's me. I play by a different set of rules. I'm, I'm, and that 10 year age gap, that ain't nothing. You know how many old people I talk to who, they 10, 15, 20 years older than they person, you know, and been together forever. That 
and it's women who got married way young, you know, younger than her 20 year old selves, 25 year old, however she is, and stayed mm-hmm. with their husband. So I don't know, I'm a little long winded on this one because they, I just think they play by different rules. So it don't really translate well to me. I don't understand it. If it's a positive relationship and it's working and it's in the public, cool, good, but they play by different rules and I'm even, you know, accustomed to. So. And also too, Michael B. Jordan was a child star. You know, he, he's been in the game yeah. since he was kid for a long time. He's made significant moves in this industry as it relates to his business. And I and was you don't even know much about his, about huh? his personal life. No, like no. You, yeah, this you don't even know much about his personal life. life. This was this the first time. First time ever you've seen him like out yeah. there in regards to dating somebody. I'm sorry, Chike, finish your thought. Right. No, and, and I was going to bring that point up. I honestly thought that he really was genuinely in this relationship with his whole mm-hmm. yep. This is the first time that you've seen him do this. Mm-hmm. But like I said before, he's been in it since he was a child and he's built his brand up and he's building his empire up. I just think that he needs a queen that's going to be rightfully on that level side yeah. who rise with him. She was a bad fit. Yeah. You all don't. You all don't post your the people who you are dating either, do you? I, I, well, I, mean, I mean, you do, El Boogie, because you got huh? once in a while, like depending yeah, on, like, like you know, I might shout him out for you know, but not all the time. It's not like you know, you'll find a whole bunch of pictures of us. Yeah, and you're right. in a real situation. You know what I mean? And you don't even do that. You know I mean? six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm saying like, <laughs> this, those are different rules for me. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure you guys understand. We we, we pretty much the same age range. Yeah. Right because yeah. I don't want to have the customer because you know part of part of the thing with them and, and, and because they are famous you put that stuff out there and next thing you know you see them comments underneath and mm-hmm. I mean people are so it's amazing how how these people are so comfortable yeah with, with with going online and being an internet a keyboard gangster up under your post yeah it's not their page it's your page and people, and I, I, I think I said this before. If so, if celebrities cut off their comments where you couldn't, you couldn't mention them, at them, or do anything, these people wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, yes, they would. They would just take the picture, put it somewhere else, and then do put captions under it. <laughs> On our last story, so there's a reason Nene Leaks is steady in the conversation about reality TV royalty. She's never been afraid to speak on it. On Thursday, news broke of a lawsuit filed against Nene, her, uh, at, uh, a lawsuit filed against Nene by her boyfriend's estranged wife. The estranged wife believes Nene became involved with the boyfriend uh, while he was married. She's gunning for $100,000, but in the video, Nene seems to deny the story. So we all, we love, we love all, we love y'all, excuse me, so much is going on in the world. Let's just try to show each other a little more love. Nene shared with the lab. And I really mean, and I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's a lot going on in the world. I'm already not here husband stealing. Ain't nobody out here stealing husbands, are they? I wouldn't know. She added, nobody wants to steal nobody else's problems, honey. <laughs> and a twist on some Grinch-like facial expressions, Nene topped off the comment with her signature, honey, and laughed. An estranged wife says she suffered from emotional distress in a lawsuit, but the lawsuit against her describes the opposite tone uh, for, by, for the wife. In the doc, she said photos 
photos of the star shared featuring her, her husband uh, caused her humiliation. Additionally, she described suffering from emotional distress, mental, and mental anguish, and loss of affection as a result. Before Needy went live, she shared another post on her Insta story featuring the man in the middle of the drama. She recorded herself smirking, pouting, waving, and playing with her hair as she drove, as he drove. Needy also added the song and lyrics to uh, Mooney Long's hers, oh, hours and hours, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, Needy's boyfriend, he penned a note talking about avoiding negativity. Now Needy and his name was Nayon, I think, they um, sparked a virtual conversation when footage surfaced of them booed up in the club a few moments, a few months after the passing of Nene's husband, Greg Leet. In December, she confirmed a romantic relationship um, with them um, on the shade room. She said that her husband's last words included a message about being happy. She said, I will love Greg forever and ever. Grieving is hard, even harder, and depressing alone. Greg and I were very tearful, had a tearful conversation before his passing. Nene shared his words to me were be happy, keep smiling, and he who finds you has found a good one. So apparently in a few states, there are several states where you can uh, sue someone over cheating. Um, do you think, Chica, I'll start with you, do you think that she has any, is there any merit to this lawsuit? Well, Fantasia went through it. Maybe Nene needs to call Fantasia. <laughs> you remember that? Fantasia yep. had that friend. And uh, North Carolina. his wife was like, hey, girl, <laughs> what you do? Um, I mean, if, if, if she can prove that they were married and together and Nene stepped into the mix and took her husband, and it's an opportunity for, for her to get a money grab, I mean, who am I to say? Don't go for yours. But what I'm tired of is hearing nothing but negative stuff about Nene. What happened to her acting career? Like, what, go make a movie or something. Well, Can she said she's been blacklisted because she spoke well, out against Bravo. I wonder Bravo. why. I wonder why. She said because she spoke out against Bravo. You know, she's suing Bravo, calling them racist. And she said okay. because of that, she's been black blackballed. Yeah, Bravo isn't the only um, race, the horse in the race. I mean, because of that, no one else wants to work with her. I don't think that it's that, but okay. Um, I, I'll pray for everyone involved. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> now, yeah, does she have a case? The, the cheating? The estranged wife, yeah. Ah, I guess that's up for the lawyers to decide. If somebody take the case, she got a case. If somebody decides to take it, then she. I was only. I'm shocked she was only asked for a hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. You know, uh, and that that's go a big, sign go right big. There. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's a sign right there. It may, it, it may not be too much, but we'll see. You know, if if somebody take the case, she go ahead, GK. No, I was gonna say like people people take it for granted, but there is a thing called adultery that's on the books. There is a law. Adultery is grounds for getting you divorced. And, and why and is she, she not suing the husband? What, what, who, who's saying she's not? Maybe she wanted to collect her family and let him go. Yeah. yeah. If she does it the other way around, then she doesn't really have any legs to stand on. She needs to get her bag first, then she needs to let the man go. Because the man is the access to the bag. 
hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Some people, that's a bag. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. I guess it is true. Uh, but yeah, if somebody take the case. Like it's worth the squeeze to me, huh? The juice doesn't seem like it's worth the squeeze to me. It's right, not. right. That's what. That's the same thing I'm saying. Right, right. The lawyer is gonna cost a hundred thousand dollars. How about that? <laughs> yeah. By the time it's said and done, the time and the time and the, the documentation alone didn't cost a hundred thousand dollars. I know for a fact. <laughs> I, hope, I hope she knows how law goes because Nene has a little bit of change. She can afford to drag this out and deplete that woman's money to the point where yeah. she has to put it down. Yeah. But the lawyers yeah. take the case. They'll they'll take it just to get paid, you know. Yeah. Um, so depending on the state, um depends on if that wife can sue. Now there are many factors that, that play a part of this. So I hate to say it, but there are levels to cheating. That's if it's cheating. Because one, we don't know. They could be legally separated. She ain't got no case. Um, in certain states, there are there are legal separations that you can file paperwork until you get the divorce. Most of the time, people who go that route, um, it's because they have a lot of assets involved and you can't do the divorce role. It's like a lot of assets and it's kids and it's just a lot of stuff involved. So let me get this legal separation before, um, you know what I mean? So while we figure out everything else, there's also spousal alienation. Um, if you are married and that, that affair started while you were still together and it caused your spouse to withdraw from you, then that is something that you can talk to somebody about, about spousal and alienation. So then if your spouse has withdrawn from you physically, then they start to withdraw from you financially, then you may have something that you can talk to somebody about. So all depends on what state that you're in, um, you know, and, and how she's going to play it, because then you would have to prove that there was an affair. When that affair started, how long that affair had been going on. Lord, forgive me, I should have went into law. I was a paralegal for eight years. But I'm yeah. just telling y'all, it ain't easy. It might sound like an infant. Yes, Fantasia did go through with, she had a, a wife sue her. Um, but, um, you know, there were a lot of factors into that. What he told her, because half the time, you know, sometimes when men cheat, they be like, oh, I ain't with her no more. Oh, I got a divorce. Yeah, you know I mean, like, so there's too many dynamics and you got to have all your 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 ducks in a row, yeah. and, you know, because you go, it's going to cost you some bread and you got to put down a retainer. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you go ahead. So you can't even get to the Nene Leaks money until you put down a retainer <laughs> to somebody who agrees and something like that. They taking about 10, 15 grand down as a retainer. Yeah. Well, like Chike said, we wish them all the best. <laughs> all parties involved. Sis, move on. Okay, move on. $100,000, move on. Uh, anyway, enjoy your summer break, Lania, Nair. I hope you have a great one. And uh, Chike, I'll see you in movie reviews. And we will be right back after this.
tick tossing and turn Wondering where you About around the time when we first met And I started to reminisce about where we've been What we've been through and where we at, yeah 
One year, four months, three weeks, two days, an hour, 30 seconds of each other. Getting to know each other, loving each other, going through things with each other. And you've been right there for me through everything, everything, baby. And it ain't been easy, uh-uh. Nothing in life comes easy, see now. But if we work it out, I know no doubt we'll be where we're trying to be. So let's make a deal. If you stay true, I'll stay down for real. Don't let nobody or nothing come in between us. And we'll be like Romeo, Juliet, Bonnie, and Clyde, you and me, a love story. Yeah. Oh, baby, I appreciate you, yeah. And everything you do for me, my baby. I'll do anything in this whole world for you But, but sometimes it's so hard to just be with you, baby Cause all my friends talking about this and that Welcome back to the Steve and I show. Adam, how's it going? How's DC treating you? It's treating me well, Steven. Uh, you know, weather's finally getting good. It's not too hot yet. So, you yeah. know, we're getting kind of good spring in and everything like that. So, yeah, it's been nice. That's good. That's good. Well, I'll let you all take it away with movie reviews. Sure thing. So I saw this uh, past uh, kind of time period since we had Memorial Day, a few things. The first thing I saw was the fan, the latest Fantastic Beasts movie, The Secrets of Dumbledore. And this is a movie that came out earlier this year. I uh, actually didn't really have much interest in watching it, but it finally became available on HBO Max. So essentially it's kind of free. And I decided to watch this. And this is the latest in the Fantastic Beasts series that follows kind of this new Scarmander in the 20s. Uh, takes place in the Harry Potter universe. And so in this movie, they've kind of moved on and Grindelwald, the main villain from the last movie, is kind of vying for power and he wants to be elected into the wizarding world as kind of the new leader and Dumbledore and his kind of group are trying to stop them. Um, I could go into more detail, but I'll say this. It's a very confusing movie it's all over the place uh, i didn't watch the previous one i saw the previous one when it came out of theaters so i didn't kind of know what was going on because i didn't see the previous one right beforehand and it's a little bit of a mess um you know I, i'm a fan of the original harry potters i like that universe they built the kind of the fun the magic the whimsy on this this i think has gone a little bit off the rails uh the the problem is that there's a lot going on and i lost interest in it in the sense that it's a it's a prequel movie i know what's happening i know what's going to happen into dumbledore i know he's not going to die in any of these movies because he becomes the guy at hogwarts so there's really no big threat so in the end i'm spending two hours and 22 minutes which again is way too long to watch a movie about uh characters that i know what's going to happen to them so that being said, it was free. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, if you like the universe, go watch it. You know, Dumbledore, the acting's really well done. Mad Nicholson uh, plays the main villain. Jude Law plays Dumbledore. Uh, you know, it's 
it's still got some merits in there and it's better than the last one. But if you have even just like a kind of a slight interest in the Harry Potter world, you know, this is an easy skip. Um, the other thing I watched is the new Michael Myers show. And I don't know if she gave you saw this, but it's the Pentaveret. And this is a film series on Netflix about a secret society and Michael Myers plays multiple characters throughout this uh, show and about this Canadian journalist that's going to kind of uncover this uh, secret society. It is billed as a comedy, but I will say this, the world is interesting. You do kind of have kind of a little bit of stake to see what happens next. But Mike Myers, who, you know, we haven't seen in a long time, hasn't done a lot of stuff. He is still stuck in, I think, that 90s humor mindset. And by that, I mean, there's like a lot of like bathroom jokes, a lot of fart jokes. There's jokes about like Canadians being Canadian and all that stuff kind of went out of fashion a long time ago. So it's really not funny. But this whole secret society world building was fun. And uh, Keegan-Michael Key is in a few episodes. Ken Jong is in a few episodes. So there are some merits to it. And I think there's only six episodes. So I'm going to kind of keep powering through it and uh, see what happens there. And other than that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of looking forward to kind of what's coming down the pipeline. I will say, and I know, Chika, you're about to mention it, so hopefully no spoilers. I have not started Stranger Things yet. I am looking forward to that. I'm excited. I'm really uh, ready for it, but uh, haven't saw, seen a single episode of the new season yet. So, uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. Okay. Uh, so the first film that I saw uh, is called Emergency. And it's on Amazon Prime, and it stars R.J. Uh, Seiler, uh, Dino Ellis Watkins, Sebastian Chacon. Uh, this film is about uh, three young men of color who uh, are set out on a legendary night of party hopping. They're in college, and they're a legendary series of parties. And uh, I guess the legend goes, um, you are this great person or you're this great party person if you can make it through the series of parties and still be standing you know at the end of the series and so their mission is to do all the parties in the on the college circuit and make it out still standing at the end however as they start their journey they go home to find an unconscious caucasian woman on their floor passed out uh to the point where they don't know if she's alive or dead and they're trying to figure out what to do with her. Starts the plot. And um, I found this movie to be very, very interesting. Uh, it addresses some social norms uh, of today. Uh, it's very poignant to right now. And I think that it touches on some serious issues about interracial relations and what it means to be young black and male in this country and have to deal with society, law enforcement, uh, other races. I, I think that it's a really, really good watch. Um, I've, I've talked to a few other people about this film and they pretty much feel the same way. It was, it was a good watch. It's on Amazon Prime. It's, it's, it's not that uh, not complicated. It's not hard, mm -hmm. but it's a pretty good watch. Check it out. It's pretty interesting. Um, 
of course, Stranger Things is brand new, Netflix. I'm not going to go into details, but I will say this. This is season four, right? How many damn things going to happen in this town? Like, I mean, <laughs> the fourth year. It's 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 like the uh, what's the with the joke about murder she rolled. How how many murders really happened in this lady's small town that they had however many seasons that every episode she right. solved the murder, right? right? And I do believe that Stranger Things should continue, but it just has to it has to morph. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope that this is and I haven't finished the season. I didn't finish it, but I'm just hoping that there is some kind of shift and it morphs into something else because I don't know if me personally, I can continue to watch because mm-hmm. it's becoming formulated to me now. It is a different storyline. There is something else going on, but it's still something going on in this particular town with these particular people. And me, I don't have that bandwidth to continue to do the same thing over and over and over again. You have to give me some kind of difference. So mm-hmm. hopefully... After the fourth season, or maybe at the end of the season, you'll make a shift to keep me interested to want to go to a fifth season. But as of right now, if this ends the way that the other ones end on this major cliffhanger, and it starts off because they all start off, okay, annihilated, killed, we're finished, we're good. Okay, we're starting off fresh, everything's nice and peaceful, and then into comes the trouble. Like, I'm tired of that formula. So we have to do something else, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I hope you hear and so I promised you guys that I was going to see Top Gun, right? Did you see it? So <laughs> there, was a, there was a war on Twitter. Um, and uh, Leah Remini, do we know Leah Remini, the star of uh, Kings and Queens? Mm-hmm. You know, she is a former Scientologist. And she's come out and spoken against Scientology. And there was a Twitter war going on between her and some people. Um, about Top Gun, and she made a good point. She said, why would you contribute, if you're against Scientology, why would you contribute to seeing this film when Tom Cruise is the second in charge of the Scientology organization? All you're doing is funding Scientology. Her message didn't go far, because it broke records. <laughs> I mean, it did, but, but you know, she got me, and when I thought about it, because I've watched extensive documentaries on Scientology and it's it's just disgusting to me. It really, really is. It's interesting as all hell because I just don't understand how people can be duped into this. Like, what is wrong with you? But at the end of the day, that's where that money is going because that's what he supports. That's where his, you know, that's where his loyalties lie. So I put the brakes on that. I didn't go see it. But if it comes on, you know, a free something, I will watch it. Because I think that he's a very talented artist. I just don't agree with his religious beliefs. So. Oh, that's fair. I, yeah, I, I have no, again, like I said last time, I haven't seen the original. I have really no interest in watching this one. So uh, I guess I'm doing my part. Scientologist, I bore. Non Scientologist. <laughs> so um, The Boys on Amazon is back. Um, and they're starting off raunchier and grittier than ever. It, they're better than they ever were. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, better Call Saul is in its mid-season hiatus. They will come back in July in case of you that watch it and you 
you know, you're looking for new episodes and you don't see them, they won't be back until July. They kind of did like an Ozark type of thing, took a break, and then they're going to give you the rest. Uh, P-Valley is back. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> P-Valley is back. I haven't watched an episode yet, but I'm very excited. I think I'm going to wait to get maybe three or four in, and then I'll start watching. I watched but, uh, it Friday night. Um, I will say you can tell they shot it in COVID, at least this first episode, because they're really? in COVID. Yeah. Um, okay. But they're talking about reopening the club. So okay. you can tell. So actually, Stephen, one of my friends lives right up the street from where they shoot at. The, oh, the really? Club. Uh-huh. What's yeah. the name of the The Pink? The Pink, yeah. yeah from the, uh-huh up the street from the pink so yeah yeah. so i don't i don't know i I hope that they're going to be just as good as the first season it started off good first episode was good Mm. okay um are you keeping up with the first lady yes yes Yes. yeah and i have to shout out the veteran the the goat michelle pfeiffer pfeiffer's killing betty ford betty ford she Mm -hmm. is killing she needs to win an Emmy for, for her yeah. portrayal. She has to. She's, yeah. she's doing too good. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. I don't have anything else. Okay. I'll keep it short. I watched, um, I'm watching the Staircase, the miniseries. I had seen the documentary before. I didn't realize when you talked about it before, Chike. But the miniseries, uh-huh. I think I, I was watching Friday. I was exhausted. You know, I had this new job and it is kicking my butt. Not the work is good, but I'm just I have long days, and so mm-hmm. I saw three. I think I fell asleep with episode three, but it's good. Um, my best friend was talking about Adam. You know, Ty. Mm-hmm. He told me that he was watching it, and so because um, he had already seen the documentary as well, and so I started watching it. Um, and he told me the first episode is kind of slow. It starts off slow, which it did, but it picks up. It picks up. So I'm watching that. Then I watched. Um, I, I'll just scroll through the different streaming services sometimes and see what they have. And I saw that Rebel William Re- Wilson has a new movie called Senior Year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's lost all this weight. So this is, I guess, her first movie um, with her, you know, her new look. And so it's about um, a high school girl. She she starts off, um, you know, she's coming from a different country and she's like, you know, kind of nerdy when first she gets here. And she makes it her mission to be one of the cool kids. She does. She's in the cheerleaders, very popular, has the boyfriend she wants. And um, she kind of started neglecting some of her friends and stuff because she was with the in crowd. Well, anyway, they set her up. The one of the the one who was the head cheerleader, she sets her up. So when they do like, you know, they had a kick flip in the air, the cheerleaders, she was, mm-hmm. you know, flip in the air, they drop her. And so she goes into a coma. For 20, 22 years, she wakes up and she still thinks she's 17. She's not. <laughs> and so she wants to finish high school because she's supposed to have her fairy tale life. So she goes back to high school, dressed as Britney Spears back in the day, you know, in this modern day, you know, school. And she just, it's just, it's it's real funny. It's funny. That's what she's back her. It's funny. It has a little emotion. I'm going to tell you, I did kind of tear up at the last scene, but it's good. <laughs> Um, and then it was one more thing. Oh, I saw, um, what was the thing I saw? 
I can't think. I um, you know, I still watch some of the reality shows, trying to get some of the guests. It was something else I saw. I wanted to tell you all about. I can't think of what it is. It must have anyway, been that good. Yeah. It, it was. It was good. I think it was good. <laughs> Was well, it? I just want to mention one more thing okay. that I did watch. Um, you know, I love my documentaries. There's a great documentary on a Hulu uh, about the rapper XXX mm. and his life. It, it was really, really um, eye-opening. And um, I, I can't say that I was necessarily a fan. I never really, you know, gravitated toward his music. Um, however, I did appreciate his um his essence and who he was in the industry and the fact that he had legitimate love for his fan base and he shared his most interpersonal secrets with his fans because he suffered uh from mental illness and um he was very open and candid about that with all of his fans and he created music for that purpose. So if you ever listen to any of his songs, they are speaking specifically about being alone and being sad and being depressed and, you know, um, you know, all that. So <laughs> definitely uh, check it out. Uh, it's uh, produced by his mother and they really go in and explain, you know, how he got from here to there and then subsequently how he was killed. Um, at the age of, I believe he was like 21, 22. 22, I think. Yeah, he was he was young. And um, his child was born after his death. It's, it's, it's a very uh, moving story. So definitely check that out. It's on Hulu. Absolutely. And then come down to Pipeline. Uh, Jurassic World Part 3 mm -hmm. is out. Yeah. Coming up soon. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. The Elvis biopic. I, you know, we yeah. you mentioned that last time, Steven. Uh, I think those are the big summer movies. I, I, there's probably a few more I can't think of, but yeah, those are the main ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious about that Elvis story. If they if they're going to tell you know a candid, truthful mm -hmm. story, I'd be interested in it. But the giraffe. Okay. Eh, nah. I agree. I mean, I, I didn't see the last one. I saw Jurassic World. It was okay, but yeah, I mean, it's just popcorn filler at this point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, thank you for always letting us know what to spend our time and money on and what not. Have a great summer break, and we'll see you in August. Thanks a lot. We'll back after this.
Welcome back to the Stephen I Show. Aaron Cosby, our new graduate. How are you feeling? Brother, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped, man. I mean, I, wow. Tell us, all, tell us about, I know we're talking about sports, but tell us about how was your graduation? How was that day for you? Oh, man. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was um, bittersweet. And mm. let me explain why. So, okay. Um, it was, it was sweet all the way through. Yeah. But, um, let me just say it. The dean of my law school, uh, passed away, um, oh, no. on the of June. So a few days ago. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she literally less than a month ago was on stage. Yeah. And our, our law degrees and um, you know and she, the everything. she handed them to us smiling with this picture you know she was all hype and everything for it people were taking selfies like you know it was yeah. just a beautiful time and um she um yeah she's no longer with us mm. so she, That's so sad. She, she passed away yeah and um so you know rest in peace dean dean lewis um yes. yeah so yeah so that's what i mean by bittersweet but it was it was awesome though. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Well, everyone's talking about the NBA finals. What are your thoughts so far? We're at one and one. What are your thoughts? Well, it's Let's what talk I about want. game one. Talk about game one. Okay. Game one. Um Celtics versus Warriors, by the it, way. It probably shocked shocks shocked some people. Yes. Me being one of those people. Me too. Um, yeah. Um Golden State was just, I thought they were just on cruise control, just they were killing it. Yeah. Automatic pilot, you know, just doing what they do. What they do. And Boston was like, oh, okay. Okay. We're, we we about to shut this whole thing down. Yeah. They beat Golden State at their own game. Like they beat them at three, their own game. Yeah. 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 But I don't see that. I don't see them being being able to do that for three more games. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I you have to play that way, and, and also let's 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 be clear. Boston was pretty much done. Like they had they their defense in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Golden State kind of played a little lackadaisical, a little bit because again, I think that they thought it was over, so they really right. for a lot of effort in the fourth quarter. Um, I, they're not going to do that again that was a one-time thing and but now when did know, they come back they it was 120 to 108 yeah you know, game one yeah. game one now game two a different story warriors came back they won 107 88 what were your right. thoughts on on game two game two is what game one should have been mm. for golden state um yeah. like i said they learned from game one they're not gonna let that happen again that's that's not gonna happen and their shoot wasn't even all that. The Warriors, their shoot wasn't all that last night um, in the game, game two. Um, I mean, awesome. they had obviously some. Oh, yeah, 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 but they had help from other other players. Right. Stuff. But right. Um, Boston wasn't able to um, shoot the ball as well uh -huh. as they did no. in game one or game yeah. two. Um, but you got Boston now in game three, game, game four. Yeah. So. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think is going to take it all the way home? The Warriors? Yeah, um, just because 
of the experience. Yeah, the experience. The experience. The, the experience. I do think Boston's going to win another game. But oh, I'll yeah. See, yeah, but, but I'll see this six-game series. Yeah. I've, I've heard people saying seven-game, seven-game. Could be. I, right. I, I'm all for it. Please let yeah. me seven games. That'd be hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I don't. I don't personally. I don't. I don't see it. So, but I'm surprised there's so many people that I interact with. They're more more people are for Boston than for uh, the Warriors, and I think probably because the Warriors have gone so many times. You know, yeah, absolutely. Boston. I mean, I mean, I'm going for the Warriors, but I would be just just as hyped. Right. Boston. That's how I feel. Yeah, That's yeah. I'm, I, I mean, please do not do not think that I'm not you know a Boston right. fan of their team. Like they have mm-hmm. a phenomenal team. Yeah. They, they win. I'm plotting them just as hard as I was before. I just think that the better team is Golden State. Yeah. 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 In in this particular series. Right. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Let's talk about your boy LeBron James, who was just announced to be a billionaire. He's joined uh Michael Jordan, the ranks of Michael Jordan. Uh are you surprised by this at all? No. Come on. Yeah. Ah, no. Congratulations, Bronny. You know, I'm sorry. That's that's little. Bro. Okay, Bron. Bron. King James. I want to say Bron. Congratulations, yeah. LeBron. Man, that is um, that's that's great because he'll be able to help a lot more people. You know, with which with he's this been money, doing, as, which is what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. So this this helps others. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. No hate over here. We don't, we don't hate. Nope, not at nope. all. No hate. Good job, Mr. James. All right, Ron. Well, I know we're about to go on summer break. Got any plans? Yeah, man. Plan just my for my hair to just get longer and longer. <laughs> That's my plan, you know. Stiff, <laughs> stiff wear. You know. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron, enjoy your break. And we'll come, we'll be right back after this. Yeah, Love King, Love King forever. You know I had to remix it, right? Talk my talk. At 11 p.m. I be rolling. 12 a.m. I dove in. 3.45 in the morning. 6 until 6 in the morning. Round two like a remix. Like a B-Jack. Put your lids in B-Signs. Make your body sweat. Throw that booty by, send that big hit text, and I can be your
This is Eric Roberson, and you are checking out the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to highlight our Black-owned business. We have Maya's Cookies. Maya's Cookies is the brainchild of a vegan and lover of sweets, Maya Madison. She spent years crafting the cookie recipe, and each flavor is personal, a reflection of her travels and memories. For instance, the everything cookie with chocolate, chips, pretzels, oatmeal, pecans, and butterscotch chips is a celebration of Maya's love for food, while the caramel pecan cookie harkens back to a trip she took to the eater's paradise of New Orleans uh, to scout college for her son. Check that out. There's a link in the bottom of this video. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. I hope you have a great summer, and we'll see you again in August. Good night. Yeah. 